But I was going into Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converter. Power converter. Going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converter. Toshi Station, Toshi Station, Toshi Station. Power converter. Hello and welcome to Toshi Station Radio, where we sell power converters and talk about X-wing. Due to the time change, our power converters have all been held up in customs, so I guess we'll talk about some X-Wing. I'm Matt Newt. I'm Doug Howe. I have a mouthful of pasta. And I'm Port Jenkins. Let's get into it. Thankfully, uh, we've got quite a bit of X-Wing news for you uh, this time. There's been a lot going on. There's been a lot coming out. But first, have we been up to anything outside of X-Wing? No. Pasta. I mean, that's currently during X-Wing-related activities. Uh, I did eat pasta outside of X-Wing. We did have uh, the Thanksgiving Uh holiday in between uh, when we last saw y'all. Maybe you did. I was sick. (laughs) Both my brother and I were sick. We canceled Thanksgiving. (laughs) Oh, rats. That sounds like He had the flu. I had a sinus infection, so I stayed home. It was great. Slept Uh. for four days. We actually slept in all four of those days to like noon each day. It was pretty great. Very relaxing. What even is that? <laughs> I, I mean, I was, I was sick, so I needed it. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. What about you, Greg? Any fun with the uh, fam for Thanksgiving? Um, Went down south for Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, wasn't too much craziness. No. Cool, cool, cool. No. I just Chill. made... I made myself a couple chick uh, chicken. Gosh, what do you have for Thanksgiving? Turkey, that's the bird. Kind of bird? I don't know. That's Some kind of fowl. Chicken. Yeah, big chicken, thunder chicken. Uh, <laughs> thunder chicken pot pie. And uh, enjoyed myself. I've still got leftovers, so... Uh, oh, my goodness. That's, that's fun. Enough. I do miss... I'm, I plan to eat on Thanksgiving leftovers for like a whole week. And now and I don't yeah, That's and, fine. Uh, we didn't actually... My, we both had... We'd both gotten sick early enough that my parents hadn't started cooking yet. So they are just like, we'll just save all the food for Christmas. and We'll do Thanksgiving dinner at Christmas instead. <laughs> And Doug, you went out to Columbia with the family, right? I did, yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, how's Father Bob doing? Oh, he's doing well. Well, well. Fine. (laughs) Fine and well. He's not doing good in a token universe, let me tell you that. (laughs) Bob Fellbeast Howe. Oh, God, that would be an awesome nickname for X-Wing. Look at the Falcon King. I want to be the Fellbeast now. Uh, It sounds like you're saying Fellbeast now. There's all one phrase. Don't make fun of the way I talk. I'm drinking. Y- y'all make fun of the way I talk all the time on this. Yeah, podcast. but you're from St. Louis. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is that Doug doesn't talk funny. Alex, I'm from Columbia. St. Louis. I'm from Columbia. We're oh, they're different cities. Right? They're two hours apart. <laughs> Whatever. Normal is a strong exaggeration. Well, I yeah. talk normal. I again. <laughs> yeah. I learned my words good. All right. All right. I'll give you that one. <laughs> So we, uh, some of us have actually had the chance to go out and put some new ships on the table because Hot Shots and Aces 2 is out in the wild, and uh, Siege of Coruscant also has dropped. So we've got all the new stuff out there. Folks are playing it, and some of us have had the chance to see uh, what we like about it so far. It's been, uh, it's been interesting. Uh, I don't remember. Where, like, points weren't out yet last time we did a podcast. No, we got the, uh, the points for Hot Shots and Aces 2 and Siege of Coruscant with... Some other minor changes in the uh, the updates. I believe it was the Resistance A-Wings got a bit of a break. Yeah, they not universally, but a lot of them went down. Mm-hmm. Which is good. People are able to put, you know, beloved Lulo on the table again. Oh, there's one thing I could have done without coming back. It's RZ2 A-Wings. <laughs> <laughs> and Resistance Falcons and I-6. That can boost all the time. We'll get to that later. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fine to me. Yeah, you, yeah. you are always a rebel glue person. Greg, have you had a chance to put any of the new stuff on the table yet or uh, try it out? Unfortunately, I have not. Have um, you at least been able to check it out? I was hoping to grab... Uh, what was it? Battle of Yavin, Elskarl, a couple weekends ago, but they did not have it. Congrats. So I have not, I have not been able to see any of the new stuff in person. Uh, well, I, I've had a chance to put uh, a lot of the new stuff from Battle of Yavin, and I've tried some of the Siege of Coruscant stuff in some online games, and uh, Hot Shots and Aces too as well. I'm enjoying what I've played so far. How about you, Doug? 
Yeah, I mean, I think there um, there are a lot of really fun pieces, and I think there are a lot of really strong pieces. So I'm I'm really happy with all three packs. Indeed. Uh, is there anything that was a big surprise out of it that came with? We're not going to talk about my experience with the Seriously. new stuff. No, Have you played any of the new stuff X-Wing. yet? That's right. You actually yes, came out and played I, was, I played week. against you, man. Doug and I played like four <laughs> or five games. Aha. Uh-huh. So, Alex, uh, what have you thought of the new? I mean, you're you're basically coming back into X-wing blind with all I, this I, new stuff out here. I don't know if I go that far. I just haven't. I I'm not fully as my my whole head is not submerged in X-wing as it was in the past. That is definitely true. Um, I miss when I could just avoid. What? Why did I just do this on the notes? <laughs> all right, sorry. Um, what was I saying? You wish that you. I wish that I could spend my whole work day. Like just browsing X Wing like I used to. Oh, but I yeah. Can't anymore. No, um, you have a real job. Stupid now. <laughs> responsibilities. And yeah. Shouldn't have gotten promoted. Whose idea was that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been. I've I haven't played in probably a few months, and uh, I'm bad at X Wing again. But it's been fun, and um, haven't put a wide variety of the new stuff out. But what I have tried has been enjoyable, and seems pretty decent. Indeed. Uh, what have been the big surprises that we've seen out of this? Uh, with the points that came out. Were we really off the mark with anything in some of our guesses? I'll start off with a sad surprise, which is the quality control that FFG did on their last pack here. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and address that. There have been some FFG issues. This pack, right? Well, uh, I mean, they they did a lot of the designing, but it, oh, the gotcha. quality control would be AMG's job. Gotcha. AMG. Well, AMG, had... this is the first time I've been slightly disappointed in you. Yeah, we've had some issues again with uh, chits and cards not matching up for pilot skill. Uh, Hot so Shots Nace is the also, biggest one for me. That's the biggest one. Yeah. Like, the, how do you do that? Yeah, I, I mean, just I don't even know. Probably you a... have different versions of the document mm-hmm. that people are okay. collaborating on, and someone uh, grabbed the wrong version of the document. More likely than not, yeah, it's almost certainly not a designer that does the printing, like that oversees no. the printing of the stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, the different areas of the house not talking to each other, still kind of getting their getting their feet under them. There are also a couple of just quality issues with some of the hot shots and aces printings, where some of the arcs on the chits have been. Uh, See, that one I want to push. It is it's a bummer, but that one is not AMG's fault. That has been a problem throughout the history of all X-Wing. of X Wing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like the the conversion kits had problems with that. Right, uh, and it's, it's just, not a new issue. Okay, and uh, one of the other things that I don't find a problem with, but a lot of people do, is that these packs, along with uh, some of the other multi-faction packs, have uh, chits with ships of different factions on either side, so that they're not overprinting a ton of... That's the only logical way to make it work, that you don't have to buy multiple yeah. packs to I don't pay think multiple anybody's... the same. I have seen yeah. a lot of people actually bitching hard I mean, that... people are going to complain about it. I don't think it's like... I think it's a frustration thing than a like this is outrageous thing. Um, I, I mean, I know some people are going to make blow a big deal out of anything, no matter what. But it, I mean, it's frustrating for somebody who likes to organize their stuff by faction. But I get it. And if it bothers you that much, just buy a second copy, and then Let's you see. can do you can you can solve the problem yourself. And they did that specifically, so you don't have to buy a second copy to play all the same pilots in the same faction. Yeah. Right, and Thank that you. that's a good choice. I feel. I agree. Like it's annoying, but I also don't play every faction, so. It doesn't really affect me because all the separatist stuff just goes under the stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say I've I've got a whole little like stack of separatist chits that I'm like, when am I ever gonna use these? I say I just specifically made a separate hot shots and aces section of organization. Awesome. Anything that comes from hot shots and aces, I know it'll be there. And this isn't the first time they've done this either. Like, I mean, Gauntlet's kind of a bad example because it's one ship, but they are all different factions on different sides. Mm -hmm. And the uh, Pride of Mandalore had the same thing. Like the Rebel Fangs run the opposite sides of Scum Fangs. Like that. True. So, True. It's pretty much every multi-faction pack that's come out in two, two point five. Yeah, like, it's it's a little obnoxious if you organize by faction, but like just accept that you're either gonna have to prioritize what you'll play more or buy a second copy. Or like I haven't even thought good. of that, but just have a separate double faction chit section is also yeah. incredibly easy to do. Yeah, yeah if you know what's where. Just don't organize. Just put it in a. Oh, cardboard box bucket, like like uh, Bill would. Grass. The cardboard box is also an option. <laughs> yeah, and then just you just rummage through as you need stuff. Let's see. You're skipping one major part, which is three cardboard boxes and three separate rooms. That way, you don't know which cardboard box. And then right. You borrow, and then you borrow from Doug. It's pretty great. Pretty. Yeah, you're basically doing the analog version of hitting random on Yasby anytime you want a list build. Nah, uh, borrow from Doug. That's true. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, what seems really cool out of that? What what ships have really just jumped out as? And I know already you've said you hate it, Alex. But man, Poe in the Falcon it's feels just. just I hate I hate Resistance and I hate Falcons. I understand that. On principle, I hate Poe and the Falcon. But so, man, as much as I was thinking, oh, that that ability, you know, he doesn't have any direct offensive ability. You can't do the double actions with him. Oh, man. No, you absolutely can because you realize you get that free boost and or barrel roll, uh, especially with a large base. That free boost is incredible. I thought the being able to ignore obstacles was going to be the, the bigger part of that, but... God, the, the free boost is just so useful in that. I, I am liking it for cheap cost as well. Seven points. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, <laughs> I, he's He is actually more akin... So in 2.5, large base turrets in general have to double tap or they have to be decimators where they're just unkillable in order to be useful. But Poe actually, I think, functions more similar to like a... Delta B Anakin or uh, Vader, where he's actually just a seven points you won't give up because unless you feed him to people, they cannot catch him with any. Oh, like yeah, he's he's a points fortress. Yeah, I've played him, uh, and when I realized I was getting within one or two points of half, I just like all right, I'm gonna three bank and boost out of everybody's arc because I'm Poe. And you still get Ray Gunner, and because you're free boosting a lot, you can still target lock and essentially be a fully modified shot. Uh, so you're still a very consistent gun. Um, I, um, I think he's really good, and the dash effect is still really strong. Like yeah. the free boost is really nice, but I have single-handedly like gotten the upper hand on engages just because I three banked over a rock they weren't expecting. Um, back in when he, like mining guild ties won me the game with the three bank over rocks we expect. That's huge. Yeah. Something as impactful as a full-on falcon that seems pretty good. Yeah. Sorry, Greg, you were gonna say something. Oh, I sorry. Uh, I was just gonna see if you guys uh, read the ability because I yes. I hadn't. Like oh, you want, to, you want us I mean, to Okay, I have yeah. before. Like, <laughs> I thought you were like condescendingly asking me if I bothered to read the ability. Oh my god! Yeah, Doug, have you read it? Ah. Okay, so he's uh, he's a uh, resistance falcon. He's I six. Uh, before you execute a maneuver, so he has two recurring charges. Uh, before you execute a maneuver, you may spend one charge. If you do, ignore obstacles during that maneuver. So this is similar to dash. Uh, or like a mining guild, uh, but it is specifically only while you execute maneuvers, um, which means you can land yeah. on a rock and you don't suffer the consequences, but you cannot boost off of it if your template would touch the rock, for example. Which is why um, the, the mining guilds and dash say while moving, ignore yes, rocks. Yeah, yeah. So it is it is very minorly worse, not significantly, but a little bit. Um, the second part is, of his ability is after you fully execute a maneuver, you may spend two charges to perform a white boost or red barrel action. Then, if you performed a red barrel action, expose one damage card if able. Um, so the big thing here is that, uh, particularly with the white boost, this is not your standard action. So you get to boost and then take another action, uh, which is a really strong effect in a world with scenario actions. And it's a really strong effect on an I6 ship that wants to <laughs> reposition before it takes its offensive token. Especially uh, with a big ass reposition like a large base boost too. That's yeah. just so much information you get at I six. Yeah. And with the Ray Falcon title, you can do that. All right, I'm going to spend the charge to barrel roll, and then even though I'm stressed, I'm still going to boost. I you can you're double stressed afterwards. Right, but if you really need uh, that reposition, it's, it's an option. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Better to I have say, and not need than need and not have. Yeah, and yeah. I've been running engine upgrade on him, so it's a white boost. And then uh, actually, what I've been doing is I've also run contra- contraband on him, uh, specifically for those turns if I need to barrel roll. Yeah, what uh, is or your if I need to like, rotate the turn before. What is your build, Doug? Uh, so I've been running Ray Gunner. Uh, so he has 25 loadout, which is an insane number. Uh, so he gets to bring Ray Gunner and then still have 13 points left over, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been running Ray Gunner, Title, Engine Upgrade, uh, Contraband Cybernetics, Notorious, and then you have two points left, so I've been running Novice Technician. Novice Technician, yeah, because there's really... I don't know what Because if there is one there. thing that could screw you over, it's something like a damaged engine or a structural damage or a hole breach, uh, and novice technician can help, you know, cover that. So, yeah, that's that's been pretty cool. Uh, a card that I felt really excited about was Zayversio, a four point T seventy. Well, let's uh, be clear. You were excited about the other T seventy, but then Zayversio was four points. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was super excited <laughs> about you know. Everybody was excited about Benista Doza, and then yeah. Zayversio came out priced to sell. So everybody's yeah. now excited like, about Zayversio. four points. This is great, and yeah, a four point 
T70 is great. At i3, though, I have found, I mean, hasn't really had the chance to shine yet for me. Uh, well, I'm, I'm I don't still going to absolutely go T70 is supposed to shine. I think it's just supposed to be very efficient, which yeah. I think Zay does a good job of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, Zay's all over the place, but I don't think anybody's excited about Zay Versio. It's just uh, neat. I get an efficient jouster for pretty cheap. Right. Which I mean, there's a lot of in Hot Shots and Aces. They priced a lot of stuff to sell. Uh, really, in all three packs, they priced a lot of stuff to sell, which is fair. Um, you want to sell new products, so you make them good. Indeed, indeed. Uh, there are some that, uh, well, let's just talk about what's been the, the boogeyman that a lot of people were afraid of and preemptively calling NPE Agent Tierney, specifically the broken trust condition. Uh, I have, fair warning, not actually seen this on the table yet. It's all just been head simming, and I don't know anybody who's actually put it on the table. I have. Yep. Is it, uh... met someone, or you have put it on the table? I have put it on the table. Well, the virtual table. Just wanted to make sure. I understood you correctly. I simulated it on a tabletop. I, I wasn't trying to be that pedantic. I was just trying to make sure I understand what everybody's she meant just, by I have. But... Everybody's just grilling Doug today. Do I need to read Tyranny's ability for you now? <laughs> yeah, so three hours of podcast here. Yeah. Tyranny also coming in at five points with the rest of the Zai shuttles at four. Uh, about 15 points of loadout. That's pretty, you know, 15 points of loadout on a, a Zai shuttle can make it kind of you know, a good utility ship, but it's that uh, broken trust condition. Make it kind of So, weird. before we get too far into this, uh, I think tyranny is bad, and I am very happy about that. Uh, yeah, tyranny is right. bad. I don't think... I, so, the broken trust condition is very annoying. It is not game-ending annoying, unless your opponent just does nothing to... Like, if they just continually shoot while having their own ships in arc and get wrecked by the stress, then that's kind of their problem. But... um. The cost of Tyranny is bringing a Z-Shuttle, and it doesn't matter how much loadout you get it, it's not a very good ship. Especially um, at five points. That's a quarter of your list. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if, if, if it was four, it'd be great. Um, but, like, I don't know that it's awful. Uh, I would not be surprised if people managed to do well with Tyranny lists. I don't think Tyranny is going to warp the meta very much, but I think that's a good thing. Um, I don't think anybody enjoys playing against things that say no to like your list and it's definitely not good for anything below a competitive level um yeah like you don't want a casual play with someone who's playing tyranny like yeah i don't want to roll up with my rebel synergy freaking trench run glue not competitive movie list yeah. and have someone say oh none of your cards work <laughs> like yeah. so i i think five is the appropriate cost to keep it relatively good because if if we do hit some ridiculous dumb dengaroo-esque combo wing nonsense Tyranny's right there to say, no, you can't do that. Um, but at five points, all of the stuff that you can hard shut down is usually the same cost as you or worse, like a like a, a hawk, or not a hawk, a, a lat costs five points. So like you yeah. can essentially say both of our five-point ships are useless. Congratulations. Um, but if it's anything like a Fen Rao, that's only four points. So now you're spending more money to shut down their coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um and again, like the stress effect is is there. It's not meaningless, but because you can't double stress with it, it's only they only gain a stress if they're not stressed. Oh, okay. It is not game ending. Um, yeah. I will say the so I'm not positive this is correct because you know I haven't had any time to actually um, try it. But what I ran was uh, Terex crew, Phasma crew, uh, and then Elusive and Fanatical. And Phasma is at the end of the engagement phase. Each enemy ship at range zero to one that is not stressed gains a stress token. Oh, well, more uh, ability. Doubled down on the, your ships are going to be stressed. I'm not going to double stress you, but you're going to have to deal with constantly doing blue maneuvers. Um, and that was fine, but geez, aren't that hard to kill? Like, <laughs> no. they're the same tankiness as a T70, and like a T70 is relatively tanky, but it's not hard to kill if that's your goal. Right, and they're only slightly more maneuverable than like a lambda. <laughs> Okay, take it back. Yeah. They're a lot more maneuverable than a lambda. But <laughs> I mean, not really. They have a white too hard. That's the only real yeah. difference. <laughs> um, you can at least turn twice in a row with them. Yeah, but like they can't. They can't K turn. Um, they do have the white four straight, which is nice. Um, and I mean, they they do still have a red coordinate. They have a white jam. Um, like they're, they're not useless ships. They're just not worth five points. Um, so even with the condition, unless you're you're hard shutting stuff down, it's not a huge deal. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another. 
standout, I feel, for the First Order is uh, DT798, good old Jace Rucklin, as kind of a slightly worse Scorch. Uh, better, you think? Yes, it's 100% better. Okay, so let me say, so both of them are initiative four, three yep. points. Scorch says that when you perform a primary attack, if you're not stressed, you can take a stress to roll an additional die. For DT798, it's strain. Is it better at I4 yes. to strain yourself than be stressed, yes. really? Okay, A, the meta is pushing initiative very hard right now. So I4 frequently shoots last. Um, B, a stress is not actually... like the, the more we've played with stress, the more the game has shown that stress is not an actual like bad thing, unless you're token stacking. Um, you're most likely spending your focus on offense, so a strain reduces your your defense by a third of an evade result. Uh, you also can perform red maneuvers while strained. You can also perform white maneuvers and still take an action while strained. Uh, you can... There's just It's so much <clears throat> more flexible than a stress, where Scorch is stuck on relatively slow blue maneuvers. Too hard. Uh, two, two speeds. Yeah. 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 Uh, if you bump with Scorch, you either turn off your ability or don't get a mod. You don't have to do that with DT798. Um... Like he's just—he's way. He's, I mean, he's not way better, but he is better. I've flown yeah. Scorch and been disappointed with the stress and the yeah. blues and all that stuff too. Stress so. is the, I think the big thing is stress is a mechanic you have to deal with. Strain is not. Right. Yeah. Um, the only well, real I, thing I, is I at it from that way. The only thing is, and if it, you roll blanks, then uh, greens don't matter anyway. Yeah. No. Like it is. It is when you're not strained. So like you have to clear the, clear the strain in order to keep using his ability. But uh, like I, I think the big difference is the ability to 4K to stay in the fight is a really big deal. Like yep. Scorch yep. has too too hard, and then is probably out of the fight for two or three more turns. Yep, so um, many times that you can just stay in it. Yeah. Yep. All right, absolutely true. So a lot more powerful than I thought. And again, it's get another three cost high FO that can have a pretty regular three attack dice. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of DT-798, Scorch, and uh, Malorus with either uh, Cluster Missiles or uh, Ion Missiles. Magpulse. Magpulse. Yeah, you should. In my opinion, you should start every first order list with, uh, with those three. It should be Magpulse, Malorus, and then Shield Upgrade, Scorch, and DT. I think that's it's nine points of extremely efficient, relatively high initiative, relatively hard to kill. Hmm. Um, and you still have 11 points to play with, which is a ton. Three Kylos. That's not true. Thank God, am I right? <laughs> if Kylo cost a third, three and a third points, like, those are pretty good. They would, yeah. For who? <laughs> for who? For you, unobjectively, <laughs> or objectively, even. Yeah. Uh, for also, uh, has anybody put uh, Tycho on the field yet? I remember yo. Yeah, I, I tried Tycho and Wes in a list and never got to use Wes's ability. And uh, Tycho did Tycho things because it was a uh, uh, assault on the satellite array. So I just had him kind of sitting in the back doing donuts around uh, an objective for the entire okay. game. So were you putting composure on Tycho? Uh, I had not tried that yet. Okay, so Tycho is currently insanely strong until they fix composure yet again or say that it's fine <laughs> uh so for those that don't know composure has gotten fact many times but now it is the its current reading is after you fail an action if you have no green tokens you may perform a focus action if you do you cannot perform additional actions this round uh so originally it did not have the you can't perform additional actions this round so there were lots of ways like the big one was snap wexley in resistance who gets a free boost every turn he could fail his boost to get a focus and then target lock. Uh, so they ixnade that by saying he can't do any more actions. Well, Tycho can do the opposite. He can target lock and then fail a boost to get a focus. And normally you couldn't do that because you can't do actions while stressed, but Tycho can. Um, oh, so spicy. Yeah, so Tycho is ridiculously good right now. I mean, he gets, because he has, he's I5 with both a missile and a cannon and plenty of loadout, he is always a three die gun. Um, you know, sometimes a four die gun or a five die gun with rockets or whatever. Um, plus, you get composure, which is a. It's very easy to fail range one shots. Obviously, you just like target lock, boost, fail into them, get a focus. Uh, you can also do things like fly him behind other A wings and just continually target lock, fail your boost into your buddy, focus, things like that. Um, 
So for four points, you get an I-5 ship that is relatively hard to kill and has permanent double mods. I dig it. Yeah. I should try flying him that way. <laughs> See, he's, he's very good. Until they fac composure, and then he's I get, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless they decide that's they're fine with that, which I don't know. It's all of the facts before were FFG, and this is AMG. AMG might be fine with it. Indeed. Uh, what about anything from Siege of Coruscant? Have we uh, had a chance to put some of that on the table yet? Yes. I yeah, I for one cannot say enough about I-5 Kickback. He is so much fun. Yeah, Kickback's nonsense. He's really good. So Kickback's ability, for those who have rightfully stayed away from named torrents up until now, uh, has gotten even better at uh, in the Siege of Coruscant, because it's after you perform a barrel roll action, you may perform a red target lock action, if you do, before you perform the target lock action, you may gain one strain to treat it as white, which means, theoretically, should you need to, you can barrel roll, take a strain to white uh, target lock, and then link it into a red evade. But more often than not... Uh, to clarify that real quick, because it's it's not it doesn't make a ton of sense of just saying it. Torrents natively have focus into red evade. That would be focused on the link of aid. would be very good. The barrel good. into link of aid. Seems good. Um, <laughs> kickback essentially adds barrel into target lock, but you can choose to take a strain instead of a stress. Um, and because it is not specifically a linked action, both kickback's ability and the linked action enter the queue at the same time. Uh, so you can choose the order that they resolve in. So you, re you resolve the target lock, you take the strain instead. Since you are not stressed, you may resolve the linked action for the evade. So you end up with a stress and a strain, but you get barrel roll target lock of it. Nice. Yeah, uh, he does work real well with his uh, buddy Axe, who is one more point, but Axe uh, basically does the, uh, the target lock passing, so you get all sorts of fun combos there. Uh, I have not tried uh, or even had much played against me of the Separatist side of... Uh, Siege of Coruscant, other than uh, the the I-5 Dooku, who just seems really fun. He was fun to play against, uh, but man, Greg, you are going to love this ship so much. Yeah, I can't wait to play with it. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I would go so far as to say he is the playable Sith Infiltrator right now, because I can't really justify putting any of the others on the table for their cost. He's worth the six points you pay for him. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, we did see, or not us personally, but uh, a lot of folks out at PAX this past weekend, at PAX Unplugged, got to see some of these ships in action at the X-Wing Championship. Uh, and I actually was, I was expecting to see a lot more of the new stuff, but what has seemed far and away to be uh, at least among uh, some crowds, the popular frontrunner from the Hot Shots and Aces 2-pack, the uh, Staffenfuhrer himself, Flight Leader Ubel. Yeah. Yeah, it, it turns out being Dengar is good. Who knew? <laughs> being Dengar for all your friends is good as well. It's, I mean, I didn't think that a heavy was going to be good, but man, that... So the the thing people have been doing with him, a popular loadout, has been uh, sync laser cannons to just give him that three-die gun, and Tiber Saxon gunner. Uh, and that one, didn't I, I didn't understand that one first. He's got two recurring charges, and it says, after you perform an attack at range one to two that hits, if the defender has no face-up damage cards, you may spend one or more charges for each charge you spend, the defender gains a strain token. Well... Ubo here is an I-5, so uh, that's pretty good to throw multiple strain on a target so all your allies can focus fire on it. Including himself, because if yeah. they... That's the thing is, he's I-5, but he's also initiative whatever did damage before him. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. the rest of the list with the boy Backstabber and boy Maul, you have 6-5-5-3, or 6-5-5-5-3, because also, there's also a generic Black Squadron. Um, but so yeah, like even if nothing shoots before your list, you have the Vader shot coming in, and then you have Ubel, and if he hits, he strains targets for your then pumped up backstabber and pumped up Mauler shots. Um, not to mention Ubel's second shot if they're still strained, or 
you can even do things like if Ubel's shooting last, you can still double strain people, and even if they do a blue, they're strained for the next shot, the next turn, things like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's for four points. Tiber Saxon's crazy good. Um, and then you get Ruthless in there, which is, it does not trigger Ubel's ability, but is really nice with uh, all that high initiative. You essentially have uh, a deceptively strong alpha strike between Vader, Ubel's two shots, Backstabber, and Mauler. And then there's another type better. Uh, yeah, Black Squadron Ace, I believe, is uh, thrown in there. Yeah. But yeah, that... Can, uh, can they sync laser out the back? Yep. Yes, because the uh, rotating cannons ability mm. says oh, that right, your cannons always go wherever your uh, turret right. goes. Right, 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 right. And they have targeting astromech. It didn't get put into List Fortress, but I've confirmed that it's there, which is yeah, the con- even better. The they just, yeah, he just target locks every turn, and then gets free calculates, which is good. Seems good. No, that's... Wait. Oh, okay, the target assist one. That's the one that before you engage, if you have no green tokens, you can gain calculate. Okay. Man, and again, at a higher initiative, that's... That's really... Man, I'm going to wind up buying a tie heavy, finally. I mean, they look cool. Yeah. (laughs) Like, So that's the thing. (laughs) I mean, the you, own one, it, you own one of everything else, don't you? Just well, uh, at least in Empire, yeah. I have well, I haven't picked one up because prior to uh, Flight Leader Ubel, I was looking at these going, yeah, they're you know, Rampage is a four, Light and Dree is a three. If I wanted to fly one agility, eight health ship, I'd probably default to a B wing. But uh, I think Ubel's got a better ability than the other comparably costed uh, B-Wings. So, I mean, what what his loadout is and what you can build with him, he has a lot more synergy. Now, the question I would have, because I didn't watch any of the games, is, like with any Thai Brute, I worry about his longevity. He's a medium base with one agility, mm-hmm. and that seems like it would be vulnerable to focus fire. But again, with targeting Astromech, you can load yourself up on Calculates, so, I mean, he's still going to die. Like, yeah. But, but, oh, go ahead, Greg. Uh, so, uh, whenever I play against heavies, uh, they just keep living. And so you're like, oh, I just tried to pour all of this. And while you're doing it, it's shooting you back. Um, uh, potentially. Uh, but uh, you also have, okay, so the, the list, I, I can't remember if you said the list, but it had Vader in it. Yeah. And if you're not shooting at Vader and you're trying to shoot at this big old chunky boy, I feel like you're just getting beat up by Vader. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, that anything that makes you really not shoot Vader is a good... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if people are like, oh, I gotta get this guy down, and then it's like, oh, but I have Vader. And then the synergy between Backstabber and um, Mauler is just wild. Like, the I, three I think guys... that's the, the real thing, is there's no correct target for this list. Right. Um, you really want to shut off Backstabber and Mauler's abilities by killing one of them. Like, they still trigger with Vader, but the two of them run together. And then if Vader's nearby, that's just a bonus. Uh, but so you really want to kill one of them first to shut off the making them essentially three die ships. Right. Uh, but if you're doing that, Ubel is just free firing on you. Nope. Uh, and if you go for Ubel first, he will die. Like B wings die. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they doesn't mean die in every single game. But they could also fly past yeah. you and shoot you off the butt. That's what I'm saying. Is sometimes right. Cool. Um, and also yeah. it means you're not focusing on Mauler and Backstabber, which means you have two I five essentially X wings. Uh, that are that are just pounding into you the whole time, uh, and you yeah. have a six elevator to deal with, and then also there's also no pounding. But so it's I, I think it's uh, it's not that Ubel won't die; it's that going for him first doesn't weaken the list as much as you want it to, and going for not him first just enables him even better. Indeed, indeed, yeah. So uh, as has been the the trend for a while empire is doing pretty good pretty popular out there i don't know if well, i'd call them the big winners but uh yeah one tournament but people are really you know it, it seems to be hyped i mean i think honestly if you give us an option for a cheaper darth vader that's always going to be a good uh pick i really I mean, of course yeah. defender vader is what won the tournament but yeah <laughs> oh. oh my gosh rage <laughs> something i don't know reactions <laughs> I'm, probably I'm probably not thrilled about it let the record show <laughs> uh, I mean I think it's safe to say that Empire 
is in a good spot at minimum. Even if the meta shifts away, it's hard to believe that a faction is bad when it has three different price points for an i6 force user that's good at all three <laughs> price points. Like, it has a lot of flexibility. Uh, that like, is about, like, all right, yeah. pick, pick your later, pick your fitting Vader here. I don't know. That's yeah, you get yeah. the Defender version that is a uh, points fortress. Cadillac, your Cadillac that, of Vaders. Cadillac, yeah. <laughs> uh, you have your hybrid that comes in at seven points. <laughs> He's environmentally conscious. He doesn't break the bank. But he still also looks still good. Wins. He still is good, yeah. And then you have your budget compact your version. Prius, that, your Prius. Uh, gets, gets excellent gas mileage. <laughs> Boy, no Vader no is customizable features whatsoever. Well, as is. As is. You know, you're used Vader off the line. Yeah, it? exactly. It's like a work Prius. Yeah, no... Exactly. Vader in the company car. You can't make yeah. any mods to it at all. Uh, but yeah, you mentioned the winning list. Uh, Phil Karash uh, took the went home with uh, Defender Vader with Malice, Juke, and HLC, uh, Vizier carrying Emperor Palpatine, Iden Versio in the TIE Fighter with Elusive and Ion Cannon, good control piece there, and then two Black Squadron Aces. Uh, yeah, good solid, because again, anything you're shooting at is not shooting at Vader, and if you're choosing to shoot at the, the Reaper, well, ideally you should be... If they're shooting at the Reaper... You should ideally be putting the Reaper somewhere that's going to make them out of position for everything else. Yeah, if, if, they're, if, if they're targeting Vizier, Vizier just runs because yeah. he has Palpatine, so he doesn't have to stay close to anybody to be useful. And then uh, if they're going after the TIE Fighters, you got Aiden out there to just say no. And then if they're going after Vader, well, it's Defender Vader. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. it's shooting at a Black Squadron Ace that has Aiden Versio protecting it feels so bad. Ah, uh, yeah. You have like, to uh, pour so many shots into it, and then it finally dies, and you're like, they're like, okay, you get two points, and you're like, but... But... Yeah. It yeah, took so, so long. But, I will but, say, having come back to X-Wing after a couple months off, there was a lot more but... Yeah. but... <laughs> than there had been in the past. The yeah. good news is most factions have that. Yeah, and it's, it's probably not, just unfamiliarity. Yeah, rather than anything else, but it's like, so yeah. many things happen, like, but... Why are you, why is that allowed? Why should that be allowed? <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. It's nice to see TIE fighters um mm. being uh like not Float? the center of the list, but they're like a nice solid chunk and yeah. uh nothing on earth like, is sexier than TIE fighters. So Yeah, I, I also like that these two lists both feature Darth Vader and three TIE fighters, but they are nothing alike in terms of how mm. they're actually played. That's actually a really healthy sign. Yeah, so, I mean, is it like Ace support Tiny Swarm? Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, the the Defender Vader one is Hammer and Anvil, pretty Mm -hmm. standard. I mean, your Anvil's a bunch of crappy shots. Um, But you have have the unkillable nine-point Defender Vader, and then you have a bunch of objective monkeys, like Vizier's really good for assaults. The TIE Fighters are all really good at holding salvage crates. Vader himself is actually pretty good at holding salvage crates. Um, like the the Defender Vader list just grinds people down, and uh, you it doesn't give up points easily at any point because Tie Fighters are worth nothing, uh, and Vader is a points fortress. Um, but then you have the the Ubel version is very in your face, brawly, essentially an Alpha Strike because you have to live through what is most likely five shots at I five and six. Hmm. Um, which is a lot, especially whenever you have a fully modified from Vader. Um, three mods out of two shots for Ubel, most likely, assuming like a target lock and two calculates. Hmm. And then two, three die. Um, but, yeah. TIE Fighter shots. But again, Maybe. though, it is kind of refreshing to see that, though, because like you said... It's, uh, I'm not saying different. it's a bad thing. I'm just saying like it's, it's interesting yeah. how different they are. Like, Yeah, no, it's right. great, though, because like... Yeah. I mean, in 2.0, you were like, oh, Imperial Aces cool oh imperial aces cool like you didn't really see much and now that they're like they're venturing into this like it seems really cool that they can i guess make tie fighters competitive like i could be wrong but i think this is the first time we've truly had a a imperial jousting list that wasn't just a tie swarm right and i i well joust yeah because uh i remember right at the very beginning of 2.0 i was running uh uh, uh, Jendon and uh, uh, Interceptors and uh, Strikers list that was just, let me throw as much red dice as I can at it. Uh, but that was low initiative and relied heavily on coordinates. This is everybody gets their special little thing, and then there's the Black Squadron Ace in the corner. 
but yeah. I I dig it. It's a lot of fun. Something else I dig, and I was just saying how I hadn't seen much out of the Separatist faction. Uh, we did see a Separatist list went undefeated in Swiss at PAX, uh, flown by Paul Heaver, so not a big surprise that it went undefeated there, but it's uh, your standard Outmaneuver Impervium, Title Grievous, <laughs> Uh, new Dooku with uh, Malice Rolling Anger in the title. Uh, the DIS T81 that comes with Outmaneuver, Afterburners, and Contingency Protocol. And then Dirge in the oh road. When I read that, I just assumed it was a Vulture Droid. Because the, the, w- they didn't have a live stream, but like they had Longshanks, which is essentially the new TTO. Um, mm-hmm. And they're the list display on it isn't great like it just depends on how they submit it uh so paul's just had the ships listed out and when i read dis t81 i just oh, you thought it was, was a vulture, vulture no that's a tri yeah no that's that is the man mode tri fighter makes a lot uh, more sense don't it <laughs> yeah the what tri fighter man the mode. That, it's the hella he, tri fighter yeah, yeah whenever he's i4 and when he performs anytime he attacks or defends he can reroll any number of dice Oh, right. Uh, but he gains strain. strain for every green die he rerolls and the right. plate for every red die he rerolls. Yeah. And then that mover and afterburners. So it's a, is, it's and a it's a four ship list? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. because then but one have, of those ships is Grievous. One of those so ships is like a six yeah, ship list. List. <laughs> And then you've got Dirge with uh, Proton Cannons, Contraband, Engine Upgrade, and Title. Uh, God, that Dirge has way more points than Scum Dirge? Or is it just no. the title allowing for cheaper stuff? Uh, uh, he just only has Proton Cannons. He didn't do Ion HLC. So he has. And but the. Title add slot, crew slot. I guess he's not yeah, but not any code. points. Yeah, it doesn't give you any points. No, I, just, <laughs> I just meant the, the he had cheaper options because of the slots from the title is what I meant. Oh, oh no. but he didn't use them. He didn't. That's yeah, right. he didn't I use them. Yeah, it's instead of the ion HLC you've been running, he took proton yeah. cannons, which is the same price as HLC, and then mm. contra band engine. Oh, okay, and then okay. he just added the title on there because it gives the red cloak. Yeah, I mean you should add the title on. If you can, titles are free now. Yeah, and I mean he's you know four points for an initiative five ship. Uh, the cannon makes him a little bit more dangerous, and uh, he's got uh, that. To be clear, <laughs> proton cannon is very dangerous on on rogues. Anything like uh, well, rogues in particular well, yeah, because they have the yeah. rights. Yeah. So yeah. you, you change an eye to a crit, and they are not allowed to modify green dice. Yeah, because everybody well, goes, oh, well, what if, what if you don't line up the bullseye? Well, then you take a normal shot, and guess what? That's another round of charging up the proton cannon. Yeah. That's, yeah. And that was the thought behind me running Ion. Obviously, I'm running Scum Dirge, not Separatist Dirge. Mm-hmm. But yeah, running Ion Cannon HLC is you have the Ion Cannon for not that, and then the HLC for when you have the bullseye. But the only game I play with Dirge, he had four Jedi moving at the same initiative, and he run the roll every game, so I, he didn't need to shoot in that game. <laughs> but in general, at I-5, it's a lot easier to line up the bullseye. Yeah, for sure. um, so the proton cannons adds a, a legitimate damage threat yeah, that hasn't that. been there on Well, the, the engine upgrade's really spicy, too. Um, yeah, because it actually, when... it just frees up a lot of... Because their, their non-linked boost is also red. So yes. just freeing that up is nice. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. And his scum abilities... States, you know, when you would be destroyed, you may spend one charge, of which it's a non-recurring, to reveal all your face-down damage cards. If you do, discard each direct hit and each of your damage cards with the pilot trait, then repair all the face-up damage cards. So he's kind of like a Tel Travera, but I'm realizing this actually might not work, because it's like, if you die, and you flip, and all your cards are face-down, and you flip them all up, and they're all shipped. You just die. You just sure. Die. Yeah, you just You're die, still dead. Alex, you said you've flown Dirge? I have flown Dirge on one game who he moved first every round because Doug's four Jedi won the roll every, every round. Was, yeah, it was Scum Dirge, but yeah. Yeah, it was Scum Dirge. Oh, oh Dirge is a five? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Oh, my. I was thinking it was a one. No, that that's our uh, our boy Nom Lum. Yeah, Nom Lum's a one. Nom Lum's a four in the Rogue anyway. He's just a one in the... Right. No, Nalum's, Nalum's a one in the rogue. Still a one in the rogue. He's yeah. a one, but he copies initially. Right. right, yeah, That's yeah. Right. So he's yeah. an I four sometimes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. I, I, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah I play this solid. game once in a while. I, <laughs> I mean, three times in a while is, I think, the exact perfect number of times to play this game in a while. Because the number of times I've played in the last like three months. <laughs> but yeah, I think Dirge is very similar to Zay. In the T seventy, I think he's not particularly exciting, but he is pretty four points. Yeah, pretty, and... pretty, pretty pickup truck. We need to haul some stuff. Yeah, he's pretty <laughs> priced to sell, and he's 
annoying to kill for four points, especially like the Dirge's ability just makes him more annoying to kill. Yeah, Scum more separatist. Hard to F one fifty. That's just <laughs> and then because he's I five and you take proton cannons on them, sometimes he pulls way more weight than he should at four points because um, he lines up a couple bullseyes and I I, I mean. You, if you know you're going to get the bullseye, you can target lock and have essentially a fully modified shot where they don't get to spend tokens on defense. That's that's pretty strong. Yeah. And, okay, I got to lose them. Okay, so uh, dead to rights, if they're bullseye, dead, defense dice can't be modified using green tokens. You can still use force. Yeah. Oh, or things you can still, like, yeah. elusive or things like that. Yeah. Okay. But you can't spend focus or evade or reinforce, question mark. Did they? Uh, I'm sure they've ruled on how it works. They uh, have, yeah. I believe, you cannot use reinforce. Right, because reinforce is adding a result, and that is a modification. It's still a modification. Yeah, yeah. It's a dice mod that doesn't play, t- take place in the normal dice mod step, but it is. Yeah, because it happens after yeah. check results. But yeah. Right. So, yeah, they've all uh, had a bit of an impact, which uh, I'm happy about. That's uh, good to see. I... Yes. What was that long shanks thing you said? That's the. That's the new streaming software, right? It's the new oh. tabletop. tabletop yeah. so. Oh, yeah, I thought there of... was a place. So can we go somewhere to look at the list? Is there still a place for that? Oh, it's still on uh, List Fortress. Yeah, it's List, in Fortress. List Fortress now. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought they redid everything and it was... No, no. I, I was talking while I was... the I was keeping up to date with it while it was going on in Longshanks. Okay. And in okay. that, the List Builder just puts whatever they put in. And okay. Paul's list had just listed the four ships. Yeah. Um, oh, gotcha. Without okay, the cool. upgrades. So when I read yeah, DIS Day One, I just assumed it was a vulture because Max. <laughs> I just want to look um, that list up because I think I. Yeah, it. it's right. It's on uh, List Fortress, and they're uh, they're pretty good. The links, the links in the notes, Greg. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah, speaking of tournaments, we also, since the last time we broadcast, got the official news that Worlds will have a last chance qualifier at Adepticon this uh, upcoming year. And yeah. we got the schedule for that. It's going to be a last chance qualifier, day one of Worlds, day two of Worlds. And through the whole thing, there's going to be uh, side events, there's going to be demoing Shatterpoint, uh, their new miniatures game. So with that last chance qualifier announced, I am really hyped for March now. I mean, not as hyped as Doug, who gets to just go for free. And what am I, how am I supposed to go to a place without Doug? Doug? I know. <laughs> I mean, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you won't be being there. The act of being will be without I'll, you, and that'll be I'll the weird part. be but at Adepticon still, no, my, I my, I will my, hold you on the way to Chicago. But me going from here to Adepticon will be different. My being going yeah, from here the, to the Adepticon. road trip aspect will be that weird. part. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. I don't care about the tournament itself. Like, Doug, you should just... be like, you, we've done road trips without Doug. No, wait, Doug and I have done road trips without you. That's... You, did one, <laughs> you did one quote unquote road trip without me. No, sorry, well, I'm not going to just wave. You should just wave that and go with us like the old fashioned way. Just, just wave the flight. Don't wave just, your free Yeah, wheel. just be a peasant like us. <laughs> <laughs> or I mean, yeah, ask if your roommate who was also coming to Adepticon can also get a ticket in a free room. Did you try that? Because I would have asked for you. They have not <laughs> responded to our initial. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually like people first before asking and they never, they just ghosted you. That's messed up. I'm not sure. Uh, I want to go to this. Only they ghost. I think they're still just compiling all the information. <laughs> like, tickets for a don't even aren't even on sale yet. Oh, so. well, when they respond, ask them about me. <laughs> I'm sure they would be like, actually, you have to room with somebody else who also got a free trip. And I'll be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. What? Just like, tell them it'd be a lot more likely to come to Adepticon if they paid for it. <laughs> be more be likely sure <laughs> if it if it's like anything else in your life, they'll give a free room and flight to Doug, and they'll just give one to Alex as well because it's like. Oh, Doug has one. Alex must have one as well. Be a lot more convenient if I did. Yeah. Like, um, also, I have everything else Alex. in life. What are you yeah. talking? About? I want yeah. details. Yeah, but the fact that no one in our office can tell the two of you apart half the time—that's their fault. We look nothing alike. I know. That's, I mean, that's not entirely true. That grew up here to make it a lot hard, made it a lot harder than it was. But the first time yeah. I met you guys, and you said that he was your twin brother or some shit, and I believe I that. Simply said he wasn't my twin brother. No, I think he's. <laughs> No, we no, all we all told you. I don't that. remember. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was our first time meeting Greg, and we told him that Doug and Alex were twins, and he's like, "Really?" And we're like, "Oh God, he's gonna yeah. fall for it." See? Let's hate yeah. the new guy. That's because people believe it. That's why we don't tell people. 
<laughs> oh god, the days when we used to haze new people by making them mistake Doug and Alex for each other. That just that's just a thing. It, does that even count as hazing if the the I don't know, what is the thing the hazing bounces off? I don't know. Never mind. The metaphor's lost. <laughs> you have at least one of these a show. Yeah, well I have at least three of these a day. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Anyway, I'm not going to pass up free room and board. <laughs> no, straight up. So. Oh, absolutely. You can take your 45-minute flight instead of the eight-hour drive. Like, Yeah, like, I like you guys. I mean, th- this I means... That much. <laughs> yeah, this means that Alex does have custody of the Switch for Super Smash, right? We have our own Switches. Oh, it's really? just my really? copy of Super Smash. Bros. We're our own oh, people, Matt. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm, not used, I'm not used to a house having more than we one copy of a console. It's a handheld system. It's a copy. It's both. That's the point, though. We each need our own. <laughs> fair enough. Fair but enough. Also, there's literally eight computers and three PlayStations and four Switches in this house. I mean, like, a lot of that was exaggerated, but we do have eight. four Switches in this house. There's five computers between just the two of us. Just three less than eight. Well, then Taylor and Harry. That's seven. Okay, so which is like eight. All right, we've gotten so far off track. <laughs> Well, the point is, I knew how many where they were, and I exaggerated by one. <laughs> that is probably a good cue to see if we have any shout-outs to give this week. Um, my father, Bob Howe. Nice. Indeed. Yeah, John. Yeah, John Reinig and the staff at Game Cafe, who have done a, a yeoman's job of putting down some new carpet in the store and made it uh, a lot more uh, professional. The, the upstairs felt a little <laughs> weird with fresh carpet up there. Looks a lot more professional. Let's not gloss over that now. Okay. okay. You, got, you guys <laughs> got to understand. It was old carpet. Not only that, but they also carpeted the stairway of death, so it's a lot less dangerous. Oh. Or is it more dangerous? I haven't made up my it's, mind yet. Is it a lot less, like, dungeony? Because it's always, like, cold in oh, there. No, like, oh, no, no, no. There's just new carpet on the ground. There's new carpet on the oh, steps. Okay. That's all. Okay. <laughs> it's a carpeted dungeon staircase now. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, uh, good shout out to Game Cafe if you're in the Independence, Missouri area. They what are kind of carpet. Can I take my shoes off and run my toes through it? You're no, it's low pile. I try to hear stifle you, Greg. You're welcome to try. <laughs> it's squishier than it used to be. It is very poofy uh, compared to low pile carpet. Yeah, it's a new new uh, padding under it and everything. I will attempt to run my toes through. I was attempting to talk, you know, John and Tom into putting in shag carpeting, a little wall to wall there. But uh, no, they weren't having it. They'd already purchased. You should the, put uh, shag in the um in the the back room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be perfect. You know, get a couple lava lamps in there. Oh heck yeah! Three or yeah. four bongs, and we're talking. <laughs> all right, I'm I wasn't going to podcast, <laughs> and <laughs> all right, it's legal in my state now. So indeed, well, it, it will be in like four days. Four all days. right. Well, with uh, that out there uh <laughs> about the best way to describe it it is about the best way to describe it <laughs> oh, geez, i've missed this uh, all right folks for tashi station radio i'm matt i'm doug i'm alex who no longer has a mouthful of pasta i can't <laughs> i'm bored <laughs> and we'll see you next time my god we gotta fix this pasta 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 is it red sauce Tashi Station Radio is brought to you by the team of Greg Smith Alex Smittle, Doug Howe and Matt New if you'd like to help us out with hosting and production costs you can go to ko-fi.com slash Tashi Station X-Wing and make a donation it's always appreciated be sure to follow us on Facebook at Tashi Station Radio, an X-Wing podcast, for news and updates. And as always, thanks for listening.